On a Wednesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, we have a friend from the Locked on Auburn podcast swinging by to talk Devin Cambridge and his transfer to Arizona State. Meanwhile, what's going on with Arizona State football spring practice? I got an update for you guys right now on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything. Arizona State Sun Devils football, basketball, and otherwise. Thank you guys so much for making the Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including but not being limited to Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on YouTube if you would like to see my beautiful face and all of my hand motions as I talk everything Arizona State Sundals. You can also check out my good friend, Zach Blackerby, who is stopping by the podcast today from Locked on Auburn to talk about Devin Cambridge. Zach, how you doing? Thanks so much. Richie, I haven't been on a show this far west in a long time. <laughs> so it's good to hang out with you for a few minutes. Yeah, you got one of our guys. You got Devin Cambridge. Yeah, you got to tell me all about him. I, w- I was taking a peek yesterday. I saw, uh, it-, it seems like he looks to be in a rotational role. He 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 had good minutes. The production as far as like points and rebounds didn't seem to be there, but he seemed like he was on the court quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And he's a guy that'll do a lot of the things that other players don't necessarily want to do the unsexy type things. Um, but yeah, he started the year as a starter. Alan Flanagan um, was Auburn's starting three, but he kind of suffered uh, an injury in the offseason. So Devin started until he came back. And then after that, he was a rotational player, probably the seventh man, the sixth or seventh man uh, on, on this Auburn team that eventually won the SEC regular season championship. And, you know, he, he kind of was a key guy as a freshman for the Tigers and what I guess that was three seasons ago. And I think we thought he was going to develop into more of a shooter, a three and D type player come off the bench and then eventually start by his junior or senior season. That was kind of what we all thought Devin Cambridge would be. And fast forward a few seasons and like the shots never really came. I mean, in, in, in sec play, he was really bad from behind the arc, but his athleticism you love it. You love every second of it. The guy can jump out of the gym. He can attack the basket with a vengeance and with force. And despite his size, he'll go get offensive rebounds and he'll play really, really good defense. And he does a lot of things that make your team better, but he wants to be a shooter and he's not. And so that's kind of the thing. It'll be interesting to see how Arizona State uses him and gives him as much of a green light as Bruce Pearl did at Auburn. But Great locker room guy, great player to be around. There's a lot to like about Devin Cambridge, Richie. I'm very excited about him. And some of the things I was reading is that he is a lot better athlete than given credit for, and that he's one of those guys who can be a difference maker underneath the rim. Yeah. Uh, look, Looking box score, and box score doesn't tell you everything you need to know, but like you sure. pointed out, definitely not a strong shooter behind the arc whatsoever. But it, it doesn't feel like that needs to be the strength of his game. What is interesting, as you described it, is he wants to be a shooter, but he's not. That 
that definitely fits in very well with what the Sun Devils like to have because we have we have a lot of confident guys who sometimes you wish that they that they didn't see a shot that they didn't like. But yeah, here's hoping that Devin might be able to come into a nice situation where he can he can get comfortable. There are minutes to be had here because you are losing sure. Marion Jackson, Kamani Lawrence, and Jalen Graham transferring. So there's a lot of opportunity here for Devin, but. For what it's worth, his brother, uh, Desmond, is also transferring from Nevada. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, and his brother entered the portal before Devin did. And so Auburn fans were instantly like, oh, is he coming here? Because you know he, he's a little bit better of a shooter than Devin is. Mm-hmm. And so Auburn was really excited about the idea of getting him. And I, I'd love to have known, like, if Devin made the pitch to Bruce Pearl, then he was like, no. And he's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go play with him. You know, I want to do it because, because I believe Desmond, his brother only has one year left of eligibility. If I recall correctly. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, they want to do their last year together. And I think it's really, really cool. And so they were a package deal and ultimately they picked Arizona state. But so I, I'm sure they'll both start, right? I, I don't think they would have picked Arizona State if they didn't see that. I don't know what the two-guard and the three-guard situation looked like at Arizona State, but as you mentioned, those guys transferring out, they probably got a good shot at it. Um, but you know, Devin, Devin's got a shot to you know make a difference here, you know, in the in the Pac-12. And from an SEC point of view, it seems like the Pac-12 is a lesser competition right now than the SEC. And all of your listeners and viewers right now are rolling their eyes like, of course the SEC guy is saying that. You know, <laughs> SEC folks love the SEC. But um, you know, I think that's going to be something that will help Devin Cambridge, um, especially as far as attacking the basket, getting at the top of the key and attacking the basket. And then obviously I think his defense speaks for itself. So um, I think the tandem of those two guys could really help the Sun Devils uh, overall. Uh, in 2022. I absolutely love to hear that you're gushing about his defense. We need, we need difference makers on the court right now. We, we need that nastiness because when ASU was playing their best basketball, it was when they were, they were tight in coverage and they weren't giving a lot of open looks and they were, they were forcing guys into awkward positions. They were draining the shot clock down, this, that, and the other. So if Devin Cambridge can come in and provide that, we don't need him to be the best shooter on the court because we have a DJ Horn who is more than good enough to be your your start your your quarterback of the court essentially as your as your number one point guard. Desmond, I'm hoping can come in and maybe be that number two guy because he does seem to be the better shooter. But Devin will definitely have a lot of opportunity. ASU typically doesn't really have a lot of center play. We have uh, Enoch Balache. But I feel like he's going to play a lot more power forward just to get him onto the court, which is going to leave opportunity for Cambridge to be that third guard that we will have consistently out there. So like you said, the opportunity for him to come in and play is absolutely there. It'll be up to him whether or not he can seize it. Yeah, yeah. And there are moments that Devin Cambridge will have for the Sun Devils this year, regardless of if, regardless, uh, you know, if he starts or not where he will put the Sun Devils basketball program on the sports in her top 10 multiple times throughout the season. I mean, okay. just um, his Twitter handle is like bounce man. And he sold merch that it was orange and blue that, you know, said bounce man on. I mean, the guy can jump out of the gym. He can dunk from the free throw line. And I mean, if you go to his highlights, I mean, he was on the sports in her top 10 several times last year. I mean, some of the best dunks that I've ever seen, in a college basketball game, he was absolutely on fire. So 
Um, even even if you just get another role player, even if he remains a role player in his transition from being a role player at Auburn uh, to being a role player for the Sun Devils, you will still get three or four ridiculously incredible and explosive dunks that'll get um that'll get on the Sports Center top ten over the course of the season. I'll, I promise you that. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll take all of that every single day of the week. Anything that gets Arizona State basketball even slightly noticed, because yeah, Lord knows how difficult that is. Very excited about Devin. I truly am. Like, I think this could be a really sneaky good addition. Having him come in with his brother could be a really nice fit for Arizona State. They typically attack the transfer portal very, very heavily. And yeah. this seems to be another case with him and his brother coming in. I'm definitely excited about it. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you're excited about it because that's going to get me jazzed as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think he'll be a fan favorite. He's... um. He's a fun follow on social media. He's fun in post-game interviews. He's a good guy to have around. He's going to make the program better. So Sun Devil fans watching and listening, yeah, be very, very excited about the addition of Devin Cambridge. I think I think you'll really like him. Well, that's what we all want to hear. Zach, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Thank you so much for swinging by. Where can the nice people find you on your social media and all your content? Yeah, yeah, I'm on social media at Z Blackerby if uh, – if you're interested in, in Auburn coverage, but um, Richie, thank you so much for all you do for the Locked On Podcast Network and, and all of the great coverage that you provide here on Locked On Sun Devils, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much for stopping by, Zach. We'll talk at you later. Cool. Sounds good, buddy. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. All right. So that was Zach Blackerby. That is going to lead us into our first break. Now, when we return, we're going to hop over to Arizona State Sun Devils football, some updates for you guys there. And who seems to be standing out? This, of course, is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Guys, I know it's that time of the year where you're ready to give up on your New Year's traditions, but I'm begging you, don't do it this year. If you're asking me why, why would I not give up on my New Year's traditions, I'll tell you why. It's because of Built Bar. If you haven't tried their puffs yet, you're absolutely missing out on one of the best tasting protein bars that there is. Puffs are the first protein-infused marshmallow, and they're delicious. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they have tons of good flavors, too, from yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good. They're all going to be your favorite. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and check out the macros chart, you'll be blown away with how these bars are high in protein, low in calorie, High in fiber, low in carbs, and compared to a candy bar with a couple hundred calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs, you'll be blown away by the fact that these built Bars not only are healthier, but they're just as good tasting. With flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream, they're all delicious with new flavors coming out all the time. They think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and they'll make it delicious, and it'll be good for you. Go to built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And again, we thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember that we are free and available on all platforms. That being said, we're going to go right into the conversation of who seems to be standing out in Sun, in Sun Devils land. For spring practice. Checking out bleacherreport.com, they have an article by a man, uh, Brad Shepard, talking about players who seem to be standing out the most 
during spring practices. They highlighted, and this shouldn't be a surprise to us, based on what we know of him already, Zazavian Valade. Valade, remember, being that transfer coming over from Wyoming, who was ultra productive during his career there, thousand yard runner, did stuff with the ball in his hands as a receiver, scored touchdowns. He did a little bit of everything for the Cowboys coming over to Arizona State now. We're thinking that he was going to be one of the main backs coming into the year. And all signs point to Lauderdale. Everything appears to be going that way. Per the article here, they went on to say this. He was an unheralded star in Mountain West, but that didn't mean he'd translate in power. He That didn't mean he, that, goodness gracious, but that didn't mean he'd translate into power five, but he's making a name for himself very early. With Rashad White off to the NFL and DeMonte Trainum off to Ohio State, to play linebacker, Arizona State needs runners. Daniel Nagata is a back and could have a big season, but Valade is making a name for himself too. Season ago, he led Wyoming in rushing yards with 1,063 yards on 209 attempts, scored six times, added 23 catches for 233 yards. According to our running backs coach, Sean Aguano, Valade can be, quote, special after seeing him this spring, and the actual quote that they have for him, from him is provided right here. X is that slasher guy. Per SI.com's Donnie Druin. Love you, buddy. I love his ability as a one cut and getting vertical. He's quick. I think he's versatile in the passing game as well. Kind of Rashad-ish in a way. I think he could be, I think he's a little bit smaller than Rashad White, but I think he fits the first and second level with authority. We want to see this. We absolutely want to see this. We want to see a guy take over the hole that Rashad White is leaving. Because let's be honest, it's a pretty big hole that is gone from this Arizona State run game. And you lost Chip Trainum too. So there are touches to be had here. And if what we're hearing in camp is any indication of what's to come, then we have to be really, really excited about the potential that we might be getting out of here with Valaday. Because he is a, a bigger guy than Nagata. Nagata, around that 5'10 range, he is compact. He's 200, 200 plus pounds. He's a bowling ball. But Valade coming in, I believe, at like six foot or so. And he, he's a long guy. He's proven that he can be a pass catcher. He seems like he could kind of go into that Rashad White role as that longer, lankier, athletic, and good pass catching kind of back. While you have Chip Tranum going to, or uh, Danny Nagata going to the Chip Tranum role, where he is that bowling ball and that goal line guy. And then, of course, you have Tevin White, too. So, potential three headed monster. You love to hear that Valade is truly standing out right now for Arizona State. If that continues, I'm going to be very optimistic about the way that this offense can roll without taking too much of a step back. I like the idea that. Valade it could could be a major facet. Now I don't I don't see one guy this year topping 200 carries un- unless you got like two guys that are doing that. Like I, I feel like you're going to have a, a pretty good split between the three backs. And I believe that you're going to have some really good competition here. But knowing that Valade is standing out the way that he is, 
is a really, really good for sign for Arizona State. And it is something that I'm truly hoping could end up being a big-time difference maker for the program. That's going to go ahead and wrap up the second segment here. When we return, we got a little bit more conversation to talk about regarding spring practice. But, of course, we have to go into one more break and talk about some more of our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer and choosing the only parts that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. Go to rockauto.com. Save money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more money for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto has been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years with reliably low prices for every customer. Go to their easy-to-explore website today and find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, guys, we're back for the final segment of this Locked On Sun Devils podcast, Wednesday edition. Let's continue to talk some updates from spring practice. There still does not seem to be any clarity within the, with, within the, what was I going to say? The quarterback room. It seems like there is still a lot of competition going on. There still isn't one guy that's standing out, which in, in one sense, that's a good thing because be, no, it's not a good thing. I, I I'm going to take that back. What I was going to say is you appreciate competition. No, right now I want to see one guy stand out. So I'll I'll go ahead and walk that comment back. I threw the line out. I'm reeling it back in. I don't I don't want it sitting out there any longer. I know I'm not going to catch any bait with that, and I'm certainly not about to be yelled at for such a bad take. No, it's not a good thing. It, it's definitely not a good thing. There's still a lot of time left. There's still a lot of spring practice left. We still have the scrimmage that's going on this Saturday. That being said, there needs to start being guys who stand out. I don't care if it's Trenton Borgay. I don't care if it's Paul Tyson. I don't care if it's anybody else on the roster. We've got like five or six guys who can compete. I don't care if we throw something out to JT Daniels who's sitting in the transfer portal. We need someone to start standing out now. The fact that there still doesn't seem to be one definitive guy is a little bit worrying. Now, I'm not... I'm not throwing up all all the red alerts and I'm not signaling for the DEFCON yet, but I'm hoping by the end of spring practice, we know who QB1 is. Now, that doesn't mean this guy needs to be QB1 for the whole year. What it does mean is that we have an idea who we're going to be rolling with this year. We need some kind of clarity here. And I'm really, really hoping that that ends up panning out. Because if it doesn't, then I'm going to start to be worried. Meanwhile, it just feels like the rest of the team is starting to kind of find its own rhythm and mesh with each other. The offensive line is still getting all its kinks figured out. But again, you lost a lot 
between Kellen Deesh and Donovan West going to the NFL. And there's going to be a lot of reshuffling and retooling on that offensive line, knowing that they're kind of starting to mesh with each other is good news. Obviously, the defense, we know what's going on there. Front seven looks great. They're trying out all sorts of different combos and 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 schemes, different looks for the secondary. Totally okay. Because there's a lot, a lot of uncertainty in that secondary right now. Running backs, we already talked about a little bit. Xavier Halliday standing out, huge, 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 huge. Because with the uncertainty that's going on at quarterback, you definitely want to know that you've got a run game in your back pocket to roll with. Or run with? <laughs> no, maybe? Okay. Just me. Okay, sounds good. I'll just, I'll see myself out. Anyways, you... You hope that you're able to continue building off of the strong, or not the strong, the strengths that you've seen so far in your spring practices. So the run game being a strength, your front seven being a strength, and hopefully your offensive line starting to mesh. Got to figure out the secondary, really got to figure out quarterback, and you hope that somebody in the receiving game steps up Everyone is still talking highly about Elijah Badger. We'll wait and see. I want to see what he does this Saturday. Hopefully, he's able to take that next step. But in the meantime, we'll keep looking out for that. And that's going to go ahead and end this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thank you guys so much for making Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms, including but not being limited to Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on YouTube. If you would like to see me in a visual format, make sure that you follow, like, subscribe, comment, five-star, share, all that good stuff wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead, follow me on the Bird app at RichieBrads36 and follow, follow the podcast while you're on Twitter as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Do me a favor, go ahead and make Locked On NFL Draft your next listen. Locked On NFL Draft provided to you by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. Both bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sundowls, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sundowls.